0: The so reading us from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Let us be attentive, brethren. Christ is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law of commandments and ordinances, that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile both to God in one body through the cross, thereby bringing the hostility to an end. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off, and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to one spirit, to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and the members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord.
1: let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all and with your spirit. The reading is from the Gospel according to St. Luke. up to put Jesus to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, you have answered right, do this and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think Proved neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers, he said, the one who showed mercy on him. And Jesus said to him,
0: The people
2: in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This parable that we read this morning is a beautiful parable that really uh, takes us from beginning to end in terms of the history of man and his salvation. there are two things that I, I, I found that really stuck out for me as I read through this parable and some of the commentary associated with it one is that despite our ignorance and despite our arrogance, our love the love and the mercy and the compassion of our Lord is unwavering and number two, whatever piece of knowledge we have and understanding we have of scripture and of our Lord we have to use it and apply it and not simply seek out more knowledge and and to to learn more. Because even if we have a little and we're applying it, then we're doing well. But if we attempt to gain more and more knowledge, but we're not applying it as we're learning it, then it doesn't do us any good. In fact, it makes us more liable, if you will, when we stand before our Lord Jesus Christ. This parable is, is a very profound one. We have this man who was a lawyer, and his intentions were not good. His intentions were to really trap our Lord. And being an attorney, he must have taken some depositions, because he had to gain a certain amount of knowledge to even pose the question that he posed. And the question that he asked our Lord is, you know, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And our Lord doesn't give an answer, but he comes back with two of his own questions because he knows the intention of this man. And the compassion and the love that our Lord has for this man is, is great, even though this man is really trying to, to trap him. So our Lord responds by saying, what is in the law and how do you read it? In other words, how do you understand what you read? And the man comes across and says, well, you are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbors yourself. Now these two commandments, of course, are the two greatest commandments, but that wouldn't have been necessarily known to that lawyer at that time, because in the Law of Moses, those were not the laws that were emphasized. So this man must have done his homework, and not only that, but he puts together two laws that are not even found in the same book. One is found in the book of Leviticus, and the other one is found in the book of Deuteronomy. So it shows that this man came prepared, that he had a case that he was going to try to, to, uh, to win over Christ. So the Lord has compassion on him, this is the first instance, and he says, this is right, so just go and do that. And it's interesting that the man doesn't walk away at that time. But the Lord said, You know enough now, based on what you just said, to have life. So just go live it in its fullest. Do that which you told me. But wanting to justify himself, and perhaps he was a little bit pierced in the heart from that comment, wanting to justify himself, he says, Well, who's my neighbor? Now that question alone shows that he doesn't understand part of the law. He would have known the answer to that. So our Lord takes this opportunity to share this parable with him. And this is another example of his deep compassion and love for this man who's trying to trick him. And he said there was a man, and the man represents Adam, who was going from Jerusalem down to Jericho, from paradise to the the filth of the earth. And as he was traveling, he fell among thieves, robbers. And these thieves represent demons who hate mankind because mankind is made in the image and likeness of God and because he's been given everything. He fell among thieves and he was wounded badly. And a priest came along, representing the law, and he just saw him from afar, but he kept going. And then a Levite came and he actually went up to the man the Levite represents the prophets. But neither, the, neither the, the priest nor the Levite were able to offer him anything. And so it wasn't until a Samaritan, who was represented really by Jesus Christ, came and he did as the priest did. He saw him from afar. And he did as the Levite did. He went up to him. But then he did something different. Something where he has set the new criteria to be known as a child of God, and that is he had compassion. He had compassion on the man who was suffering. And he took care of his immediate needs by pouring on wine and oil and binding him up. And then he put him on his own beast and he took him to an inn. And he gave two pence to the innkeeper and he said, Take care of him with what I'm giving you now. And when I return, because I have to go away, I'll repay you everything that you spend on him to keep his health well. So he turns to the lawyer then and he says, Of these three men, the priest, the Levite, and the Samaritan, which one of you think was his neighbor? And he says, well, it was the third one. And he says, that's correct. Go and do this. Imitate that person. Live like that one. And at that moment, even though it's not stated in Scripture, Different fathers of the church have asked the question, did this man, even for a moment, see in himself the man who was wounded and beaten? Because that's what Christ saw in him. This was a man who had been stripped of the grace of God. He, he had no understanding, even of what he was asking. He was stripped of the grace of God. He was thrown by the wayside. He was uh, wounded wounded. He was hurting and the Samaritan, Jesus Christ, came as he was speaking this parable to him and he was standing over him and he was healing him at that moment. Just at the moment that the man was hearing even the words coming out of Jesus' mouth about the parable, he was being healed in the process. Our Lord was having the same compassion as the Samaritan in the story. He is the Samaritan. He is bending over this man and he is offering him healing. And the man had some understanding of that. Whether or not he went to the end to receive complete healing, that is the church, we don't know. One thing we do know is that our Lord Jesus Christ is bending over every single one of us. He leans over and he tends to each and every one of our wounds that we have suffered in this life. And he does that because of his love and compassion for us. And that he desires our salvation. And he has left us two pence to use for our healing his body and blood until he comes again at the second coming to take us with himself. And we're not simply to have Jesus bending over us. We are to have Christ dwelling richly within our hearts so that he is not externally over us, but He is internally residing within us. So as we look at this parable and we look at this lawyer and we see how he was brought to the truth, because really to love your neighbor is to love Christ. Because when we love Christ truly with all of our heart and our soul and our strength and our mind, then we will love all people. We will love all people. He says, if the love of the world is in you, then the love of the Father is not. But if the love of the Father is in you, you won't even have a love for the world. If you have that love for God, then love for all people will be strong. Even for your enemies. And that is the difficult one. But if we desire to follow our Lord who says to love our enemies, then we must love Him first. And we must see Him as that healer, as that Samaritan who bends over us but who desires to be within us. And this is is our job is to have Christ dwelling richly within us. So let's take this parable and see how it then applies to our own life. Where are we not allowing and how are we not allowing Christ to dwell richly within us? We have a tremendous amount of knowledge of our faith, even of Scripture. And everybody here sitting, including myself, has a different level of understanding, let's say, of Scripture. But everybody knows something about Scripture. You know, something about the faith... Whatever you know about those two things, live them. Don't look to learn more and to know more in order to speak more. That can can feed our our pride and our arrogance. Look to take what you've been given and what you know and just apply it. And that will be enough. Amen.